hello, hello, and sorry for the crappy sound on the intro. I don't have my microphone plugged in. The kids are asleep. Hubby is asleep, and uh, but I just had to get this out because I finally got to chat with somebody in Italy. This is my chat with Dan, and I really hope you enjoy. Before I started uh, press recording, and we discussed it's uh, 7:30 p.m. my time, and my kids are watching a movie. I'm having a glass. You're just beginning your Saturday. Yes, 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 yes. Well, it's it's half past ten in okay. the morning uh, here here in Italy. Um, uh, just beginning, I wish, but uh, no. Uh, um, I've been woken up by by various children and animals a bit earlier than this, <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm awake. I'm pretty awake, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> as awake as can be. You're on your you're on your third third or fourth coffee. Uh, uh, actually only second, but I do make them quite strong. So, <laughs> so it's, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm used to, I'm, I'm a British man, so I'm used to tea really. So, uh, the Italian coffee is, uh, it gives me the kick I need definitely. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so whereabouts in Italy are you then? So I'm in, um, in, uh, Tuscany, uh, and, um, I'm very close to Pisa in a um, in a kind of um, uh, an area of Italy that's called Versilia, that's a very popular um, holiday uh, resort area for people from the north of Italy and also people from uh, Germany and Belgium and France and things like that. So it's a kind of it's by the sea. It's like a it's it's lovely really. It's mountains and sea. It's it's very nice. It does sound lovely. It must be um it must be quite strange because in Ordinarily, you'd be gearing up for the very kind of busy time of year right now, but it must be very quiet there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, it is. Uh, um, you know, and everybody you speak to, um, uh, and uh, well, you speak to, we don't speak to many people these days, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, you can feel it. And certainly I've, I've read it in the local news and things like this, you know, that they are, uh, basically, two th- uh, 2020 is is summer 2020. I think Italy is is considering overall a write off for for tourism. I think with good reason. I don't think anybody's gonna, even if even if everything stopped tomorrow, I don't think people would be coming here for their summer holidays. I I, I can't imagine it anyway. But, oh, oh. but yes, it is very very quiet and very weird. Um, uh, this is a, a a zone that lives and dies by the tourist season. You know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, um, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Um, I'm, uh, you know, um, there, there are other industries and things here, but, um, the tourist industry is really the biggest thing here. So it's, yeah. it's going to be okay. a big problem for a lot of people, I think. Um, but the Italian government have been quite good. Okay, you know, they've, um, about to ask you, do they have any, uh, you know, are they, have they put anything in place to help? Yes. I imagine yes, yes, they have. Yeah. 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 No, so 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 far, um, they've um, they've frozen mortgages and also um, uh, they've said that people can't be evicted if they can't pay rent. Right. Um, and they've uh, for the for the time being anyway, um, if you have a a VAT number, if you're a, if you're self-employed or if you have a VAT number, mm. then you uh, receive it's not much but we receive like 600 euros uh for every month in quarantine from from the government so it's it's right. something to help you know at least so uh yeah. yes 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 but what uh you, it's um mm-hmm. 
what's your particular industry? What do you normally do for work? Well, I'm I was really lucky. Um, I'm I for the last 15 years, I've I've taught English um, online uh, on Skype, actually. So um, for a French company and um, uh, I've, I've done this for 15 years and uh, I've always thought that it was like not really a good job or, you know, like not as good. You know, I always felt that it was not quite the same level as as working, you know, face to face or in the classroom. But but I've managed to keep, you know, the majority of my students. So I'm very I'm very, very lucky with that now. Um, and I have people asking me how they can get into the industry and stuff like oh, that. But yeah. but yeah. Yeah. And I, I also translate um, Italian uh, documents uh, into oh. English, like can be stuff for for business or, or also I'm, I'm at the moment I'm doing a magazine. So um, oh. uh, not a very interesting magazine, a magazine about marble the stone but uh but it, oh it's you know work. people find that sort of stuff fascinating um, yes yes I, i'm sure i'm sure some people do <laughs> i'm sure some people do <laughs> but the the problem is uh i'm not complaining I, I'm, I'm definitely not complaining but the problem is that um uh, uh usually because i do this magazine's like only comes out once a year and it's it's kind of like an in, it's an industry mag right obviously sure. and uh um because normal people aren't interested in, in marble and uh um usually i get an article a week to translate in the time leading up to publication and because everybody's in lockdown uh, everybody's in quarantine i've received pretty much all the articles all dumped on me oh. at once <laughs> so, so, so i'm like ah but but it's all right. It's all right. I'm not complaining. It's better to be working than to be not, you know. Absolutely. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm and so you mentioned kids before. They're, um, how old are they? Oh, so my uh, my oldest is, is eight. Uh, okay. He's eight years old. And my younger one is four. Uh, so okay. they're just eight and just four. Um, and and it's they're proper rambunctious, like lively, shouty Italian kids, right? So my wife's Italian, so uh, and I'm I'm half Italian, so there's a lot of Italian blood in them, and uh, so it's it's very noisy. I'm lucky that I've managed to find a a quiet spot, you know. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> how are your kids taking quarantine? Is it how old are your kids, by the way? Mine are seven and four. Well, nearly seven and nearly four. So um, okay, similar, similar age. age. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, so far it's only been four weeks for us, um, uh -huh. and that's that's two weeks longer than they needed to be. So basically, what happened with us was my kids got sick and had to have a week off school, kind of anyway. Um, uh -huh. Not with coronavirus but okay, okay. Um, just <laughs> just the regular kind of kid kids Re regular kids. flu right or something yeah, like yeah. this yeah yeah but um and it was funny the preschool they really quizzed me on what was wrong with my son and I was like come on guys kids get sick you know like <laughs> yeah not, oh yeah not totally <laughs> but um <laughs> so they had that week off and then the next week I kind of just kept them home. I just felt, I don't know, I just felt like it was better. And yeah, they weren't, yeah, sure. they were umming sure. and ahhing about closing the schools. But, well, everyone was umming and ahhing about closing the schools, but the government was adamant that schools were going to stay open, which right. just kind of weird when we were kind of watching what was going on overseas, particularly in places like Italy. And then... They sort of said, okay, look, 
we're still not going to close schools because the, the biggest thing was we, we need to keep schools open for people who right. are in essential services so their kids have got somewhere to go. But then sure. they said, if you can keep your kids home, can you please keep them home? So I just right. went, yep, fine. That's all okay. I need to see. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I'll keep my kids home. And so they've been home um, now for, is it three or four weeks? I can't remember. But we've got one more week until um, our Easter holidays begin, which is a two-week um, right. break. Right. And then they've said, so from a, a couple of days ago, they've said they'll lift the official kind of, um, I guess they call it isolation, like they're asking yeah. everybody to stay home unless you absolutely need to leave the house to get groceries or something. Right. They've said they're going to lift that in 90 days, so I think that brings us to about June 30. Um, and that means the same for kids. Can, if you can keep them home, keep them home. And so they're setting up online learning from after the Easter holidays, which is our term two of the year. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we've 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 got something. So my kids have been have been home pretty much the same as yours. Okay. Um, uh, we're in our fourth week. Uh, well. Uh, Globally, we're in our fourth week. Uh, Italy is in its fourth week of uh, of lockdown. Um, in the north, they've been going another two weeks, I think, or possibly even three weeks uh, in 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 the Veneto Bergamo region uh, longer than us. But um, but we we had a it was it was very dramatic with us because we had um uh, we, everything was going on as normal, and then we had a call from um the school or actually it was a whatsapp martina and my wife she got a whatsapp from the school saying um there was a, a there was a boy in and this is elementary school this is for my older son who's eight right so it's um it's kids from six to ten i think so it's 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 young 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 yeah primary school or whatever yep. and um they got a they we got a, a whatsapp saying there's a boy in the class next door to um next door to arturo who's my who's my son who um uh, who's been diagnosed, you know, who's tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, okay. And oh. they were like, please, you know, uh, stay in touch. This was like on a Monday night or something like this, right? Please stay in touch. And so we were waiting. Well, you know, they were just like, we'll not, not, they're like, we'll stay in touch, right? They're like, stay, oh, right. stay online, basically, you know, like, stay ready to receive information. Oh, right, right, right. They had a yeah. meeting, like, they had a, the school, the school governors and everyone had a meeting at like 11 p.m. to decide oh. what to do. Yeah. They decided to, um, they decided to keep the school open. Um, okay. uh, they sent, the boy was sent to hospital. His dad was already in hospital. Um, with the disease so I don't know why he would have been at school anyway but this was in the early days I suppose okay. and and so so we got a, we got a, a whatsapp message like at midnight or something saying schools are going to stay open you know um, your child can go to school as normal on Tuesday morning and, and we said well we're not really you know we're not really comfortable with that so we'll yeah. we'll you know we thought we'd keep him home yeah. for the rest of the week you know we'd we'd um we'd make up something and and keep him home for the rest of the week just to see what would happen mm. and then the next day um after school after school closed so the tuesday um like afternoon there was yeah. a, a presidential decree saying all schools must be closed so i don't know if it was just that our school had a case or if other schools had cases and they were you know they were waiting to make a decision but then everything was closed so then everybody was at school and uh, at home and my children have been um 
uh, my children have been working online with their teachers. Well, not not the old. The younger one has actually. He's got little projects to do that his teacher sends him. You know, like find green things or find something with a with spots on or something like that. But yes, they've been working on. Uh, my older son's been working on. Um, I think it's called Google Meetings or something. But he's yeah. basically yeah. a virtual classroom. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it seems to be working, but he's, you know, he's, he's quite stressed about it because he really understands, you know, he's, he's beginning to understand is at the age where he's beginning to understand the world and pay attention to what grown ups are saying and what grown ups are doing, you know, so he's, he's a little bit, I would, I'm going to say anxious about the whole thing. Um, my younger son, as soon as he found out he didn't have to go to school anymore, he, he ran around the house shouting, yay, hooray, hooray. Like he's, he's super happy. He doesn't care about coronavirus, but he's only four. So, but, yeah. but yes, 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 yes. So, um, this is the new normal for us at the moment, I suppose, as it is for you. And, um, like you, we've got, uh, Easter holidays coming mm. next week. Um, and, uh, then, yeah, um. I, I also volunteer at, at my son's kindergarten teaching English. Um, I volunteer there and the it's a state run place. And the, and the, um, the head teacher uh, called me the other day and said, listen, Daniel, we'd be really happy if you can continue your English course in September. So reading between the lines, we, 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 we determined that we, we don't think kids are going back to school until September. So they're at, they're at home now. Uh, for the for the long run so for the whole summer holiday and uh well obviously but uh, up until then so yes September yeah. is the beginning of the school year for in in Italy it is yeah September yeah. middle of September it's the beginning of the school year or 21st of September is the beginning of the school right. year around that time so yes so, so they're basically off the rest of the school year yes the, the rest of the school year has been written off exams yep. have been cancelled and all of that kind of stuff yeah. um uh, my friends in England, uh, and, and I teach a lot of French people, um, uh, and uh, they're telling me in France and in England, exams and things are still all going ahead. I don't know if in Australia it's all, you know, it's all as normal in terms of that. Well, it- our, our HSC or, you know, the, the, the kind of leaving certificates for year 10 and year 12 aren't until November. Um, ah. So I don't I think that at this point they're presuming that they'll probably go ahead. Um, as for university and stuff like that, if there was any mid-year end of thing exams, I'm, I'm not sure what they're going to do. But I think just from from our the way our school year runs, I think that the exams would be fine at this stage. Right. But I think my... I've been your this is probably my 16th you might be the 16th interview or 17th interview I've done now okay um so I've spoken to people in Africa Asia the states Europe everywhere uh-huh. um, and what I'm kind of we're getting to the point where we're sort of it looks like the curve is flattening given and they think that it's probably to do with everybody staying home. Yes. Um, and so we're all clap, clap, that's great. And then I'm looking at some of the other countries that, that are a little bit ahead of us, and then there's been this sort of flattening, but then there's these kind of second waves that are coming through. Wow, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw in uh, 
in in Wuhan yesterday, I saw in the paper. Well, on the, on the I say in the paper. I'm very old. <laughs> I saw on the internet that uh, um, uh, in Wuhan they've been uh, um, they've been told to stay at home, you know, to avoid a second a second uh, yeah a peak. And if you think that Wuhan is the place where it originated, so and and that was in January. Well, I mean, the I think the Maybe first December? ones were in December, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're still they're still in some kind of lockdown now, you know. So I think I think we can expect you know a long a long run of this. I think, um, and and I think that it's going to be very different uh, when 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 it all changes. Or I hope it's going to be different in some respects, but I think it's going to be very different in uh, in others uh, when it changes. But uh, but yes. Um, here in Italy, it's been it's been quite heavy, you know. Uh, uh, after China, well, and, and we've overtaken China now, but we were the oh. the big the big country with with that. Uh, there was some news yesterday saying that the uh, the head medical because they've had trouble testing and the, the the kind of the leader of the 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 medical service I don't know what you'd call it, but the the um uh the uh, professor it was a professor of statistics and epidemiology epidemiology at uh, Milan University. He yeah. said that there's um probably five million uh unconfirmed cases yeah. of uh of of, yep. of um it here so so yes I yes it's... believe that i i think the other thing that i've gotten from talking to um all these different people in all these different countries is that well two of the people i spoke to had basically what are called suspected confirmed cases but they didn't want to waste a test on them so okay they were like, you're not dying, and but you probably have it. Like we're 99% sure you have it. So what we want you to do is go home for 14 days and not uh-huh. see anybody. And one of those was in France and one was in um, the States. So and then when you hear about how many people are being tested uh-huh. – in particular countries like here, we in the beginning we we barely tested anybody. The 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 kind of parameters were you had to have either been overseas in the last you know whatever period of time and or been in very close contact with somebody who had it because we just didn't have enough tests. Uh-huh. And maybe here, like the community um, spread has not been so great, just given that we're big country as in we're a have a large land mass with a relatively small population compared to something somewhere like Italy which has a small land mass and a much larger population sure right right um we here it might be you know I don't know maybe it's looking I don't know maybe the numbers are relatively okay but Uh I wouldn't be surprised if 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 your Milan professor of epidemiology and statistics was correct. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> that there are many, many more than than we we know, and I and I just I just don't think we're going to really um, I don't know have a broad understanding of it until probably after the fact, and or until we yeah. start getting some um, I guess. Um, what do they call it? Antibody tests in where they can yes, test. Yes, right, right. You know, yes, I think you're right. Like yeah. That, yeah, who has actually had it? And if we could do that, I mean, that would be. Imagine you could get your immunity papers and you could be like, right, I've had it. I'm going I'm, back to work. Yeah, I'm out of town. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be good. So that would be good. But uh, 
I don't know. Here in Italy, it's it's the um, it's the case of you know we have a, 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 a public health service um, and a state-owned health service, and it just collapsed like straight away. It just it just collapsed under under cases and under things, and uh, it, it, that's the problem. I think more than more than anything else is that they just weren't ready. But what what I find really, really weird um, and something about, I, mean, I don't know if it's something about human nature or, or what, but um, I I find it really weird that here, you know, we had the, the situation in China and nobody really knows exactly what happened there. Right. And then you have the situation here in Italy and the Italians have been relatively open and clear about everything. And, and, and so people could see especially around europe right okay australia is maybe a different a different story right but especially around europe you could see that what was happening here and instead of sort of learning from that what i've seen is country after country you know in a staggered way make everybody making the same kind of mistakes so you know, trying to shut down the capital city and people leaving the capital city and going to their country houses or their second homes or, you know, just trying to get out of the capital city. Um, so it's happened here. It's happened in Madrid. It's happened in in Paris. And then it was happening in London and it's happening in Moscow now. And I just think, doesn't anybody learn from that, you know, but uh, no, I don't totally. know. I know, I know. It's, it's the, and, and, and if you, I don't know if you're on Twitter at all, but that was like, it was almost like people were screaming through Twitter. <laughs> everywhere in every country <laughs> right I could believe it yeah yeah are you not like what 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 planet are you living on that you're not you can't follow what's going on in Italy and and like come on we need to you know shut down immediately and it wasn't even just the 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 normal regular population there were medical experts Yes. In every yes. country all over the world going, the only way we can do this is if we stay away from each other. Like that, I don't know how more clearly we can say this and I don't know <laughs> what better um, example you need than what's happened in Italy to to show, you know, that if you let everybody leave an area that's sort of starting to get infected, that yeah. just spread yeah. <laughs> like a disease. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People are people are people, I suppose. And when it's, when it's somewhere else, it seems to be, um, it seems to be something that's, uh, you know, like um, happening uh, to them and won't exactly, happen. exactly. You know, it's like it's like this. Oh dearism, oh dear, it's happening yeah. to them. That you know, there's nothing I can do. It's not going to come here or whatever. But, but yeah, and this is what really worries me. Um, maybe changing the subject a little bit, not really, but yeah, yeah, no. um, maybe this this is what worries me about after. You know, when we talk about the the after parts, right? Like mm -hmm. we could we could really learn a lot of lessons. I think as um as communities and as societies and uh, you know for example how we treat our key workers what you know and these are expressions that we never knew like a month ago like nobody ever said key worker or lockdown or whatever but yep. but the key the key workers you know the, the delivery drivers the people working in supermarkets the people yep. who maybe receive minimum wage but are risking their you know risking their health to make sure that society works you know and maybe we'll rethink that and I'd like to think in the future that we'll rethink rethink these jobs and rethink these people but I think I think human nature is like can yeah. you imagine around the world that everybody's got their kids at home right now and are trying to teach them algebra yeah right exactly exactly and we please pay our teachers properly like and, yeah, you know yeah, appreciate yeah, them. Yeah. no no yeah. exactly I'm predicting I'm predicting a lot um, 
higher caliber of Christmas presents for teachers this year than, <laughs> than they well, did I previously. So. I certainly hope so. But, uh, no, uh, but but I don't know if you've ever had like in your in your house like a drawer that doesn't open properly right have you ever had a drawer that you know yeah. sometimes it takes a few goes maybe there's something in there something's happening and it doesn't open and you're there trying to open it and you're like oh shit and then like, as soon as I get this open I'm gonna fix it you know god oh yeah and you're struggling you're struggling with it then it opens you take your stuff out you close it you forget about it and then the next time you're back yeah. there struggling with it again right because it's and I think this is kind of like how we're gonna be unfortunately I'm, I'm worried that this is how we're gonna be after all this is over, we're going to say, oh, okay, it's all over, um, back to normal, you know, back everyone back to usual and stuff like it that. It will but... be really interesting, Dan, and I and I, I feel exactly the same as you. I feel we've we've been given an opportunity. I think the Earth is on pause, the whole yeah. planet is on pause, and we have an opportunity to stop and think: Are we really doing things the best way that we could? Right. Do we really need to, you know? consume x or do x or or be x and yeah. and maybe now that we've all had an opportunity to reflect hopefully things will change for the better but i i, I have i have similar reservations to you in that humans tend to have short memories unfortunately yes, yes you know? no i agree you see that you see that whenever voting comes around and some government has fucked up so yes. badly. And then they <laughs> yes. just get voted back in again and you think, really? I yeah. really <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. I hope I hope this is the you know, maybe the catalyst that we've needed for a long time. Oh, and I, I don't hope so. say that in a I, I don't I, I hate that people have had to die for this to happen, but you know, maybe it's something that we, you know, collectively needed to to I don't know make a change I'm not well sure. I think I think like um you need uh, and, and again I'm not you know I'm not hope I'm not saying that it's a good thing that people have died either at all but <laughs> but um for example um big changes happen after after big calamities you know like after the first world war after the second yep. world war big big social changes happened and uh um, uh, even um, in between the wars, uh, here in Italy, there was this group of artists called the Futurists, right? And their their yeah, idea was yeah. they they were they were hoping for a war because they wanted to remould the world in a kind of uh, utopian future, you know. And they were saying the only way we can do this is by is by a huge calamity. I don't agree with them, maybe necessarily, but yeah. but yes, I think that we have a chance because people stop and and maybe reconsider and governments, you know, here in Europe after the second world war you know they really decided to come together and and to, yeah. to try and prevent that ever happening again you know and exactly. the eu was born later on and, and all of this yeah. kind of stuff you know so yes yeah, so, uh, i hope so <laughs> we don't know we can do you know we can do our own little bit all of us we can yes. you know, make that little change wherever we are in the world and it's interesting everybody that i've spoken to so far has has, has been pretty much feeling exactly the same and 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 looking at it as an opportunity rather than a you know yeah a whole negative experience. yeah yeah rather than yeah yeah no I've yeah. got you rather than a, a massive massive well it is a tragedy but I know what you mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. no um what I what I really liked Oh, so it's horrible to say that now, but no, what I, well, <laughs> no, what I noticed and I found yeah. really interesting and positive was that here, um, so where I live is is not a, a major city, it's a, it's a small town, it's like 10,000 people, 
Um, and um, uh, there's one supermarket that does deliveries, right? So when when this happened, the supermarket was totally overwhelmed with on the, on the website. And they were saying this was back at the beginning of March. And they said, we're not taking any more orders until the end of April, you know. So they were just like, stop. And yeah. so um, a lot of local farmers and local people and it started out a little bit wishy-washy it was people that that were had made like honey and somebody who made soap or something and they got together and formed like a kind of cooperative where uh, and then more people joined in so there was somebody who did cheese and then there was a butcher and then there was eggs and then there was like um vegetables and stuff and they they formed a kind of cooperative where you could or make an order through them through Facebook um, for the different things, and then they would deliver it. and And this was really nice, you know, that that this this started up, and it was good to see normal people stepping in and uh, and and trying to help each other at the beginning. Things are not so. I don't know. I, I think they're still going on, but you just don't hear about it anymore. But at the beginning, for example, with the studies, with the online studies, you know, in Italy. Um, not everybody has a computer it's a little bit weird like that but not everybody and especially here in yeah. rural areas not everybody has a computer and yeah. um not everybody has the internet and and so it's difficult for for people maybe to uh children to it was difficult at the beginning for children to get online to study and people were lending you know neighbors were lending computers and lending oh. tablets and ipads and things you know and sharing them and stuff which was really nice and uh we with our neighbors we make an order if if we made we made an order for pasta so cliche but we made an order for pasta uh, <laughs> yesterday and we asked all our neighbors you know if yeah. they if they wanted something so we get everything delivered at once and our neighbors again cliche made an order for mozzarella cheese and <laughs> so, so we all got together and ordered mozzarella cheese together so so it's it is this working and, and maybe we'll see that you know there's some yeah. this this community working together where where government doesn't or where the larger uh organizations don't help us or can't help us anymore yeah. um uh my my wife she um for for some years now she uh her job is like uh she she buys and sells like vintage clothes right and uh she she chose to do this out of a um uh, like a um an environmental you know yeah. she's a bit of yeah. an environmentalist right and she chose to do this out of an environmental passion and saying that we don't need to you know buy H&M you know uh, you know you don't need to buy this you don't need to buy that constantly you know you can buy maybe something that's higher quality that's used you know but that will last you the same amount of time and it doesn't cause any you know it doesn't use up any more water or any more you know resources than it did at the beginning and and uh, maybe we'll see more of that I don't know I don't know what the future is maybe we'll see more people deciding okay I want to repair this computer rather than just buy a new one you know or I, I don't yeah I don't know but yeah. I hope so <laughs> I hope so I, uh, me too me too yeah and well, we time will tell, you know. We will, yes. we will see, and probably, you know, within the next six to twelve months, I think we'll start to see some big changes happening within lots yes. of different industries and lots of different communities, and it will be fascinating to watch. It will be, yeah, it certainly will be, um, and and also, you know, this thing of um, big, big. Uh, corporations I mean and I can understand why they need to be bailed out you know because they have a lot of they have a lot of employees and it's a huge thing you know but you know large airlines being bailed out 10 years ago it was the banks being bailed out yes. you know every every decade if some large corporations yes. be bailed out you know maybe we have to th rethink <laughs> you know how how <laughs> capitalism works a bit yeah. I don't know yeah. yeah yeah well everyone here is talking about 
you know, having our Qantas, our, our national airline, being partly owned by the government, and it's funny because it was originally, and, of course, you know, countries choose to privatise everything for some right. reason at some point, even at some of our banks, the Commonwealth Bank was, was, was owned by the government and then we privatised these things and, yes, we had to bail them out and now Qantas is, you know, like they're, they're virtually bankrupt and right. who knows if they'll survive this and the government will have to bail them out and so the people are calling, you know, can we can we go back to a time when we when, when the government's actually owned these assets as a right. As, the country and and therefore benefited from them from the profits and then when the shit times come at least you know we've been all been you know collectively benefiting from this and then we yes no yeah you know yeah we we paid for it right yeah sorry sorry well the shareholders who are taking home their you know millions of dollars every year that's going into the the country instead so or the economy i guess instead but you know well yeah again i mean uh, it will be interesting. It will be interesting to watch. Well, I think I think for me it's going to be November um, that will be the uh, the big time when America has their elections, if they do. You know, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Trump has shown himself to be kind of like he. I mean, he always was the economy president. You know, I'm the economy president. The economy is doing great, rah, rah, rah. And so, for him to effectively say people are going to have to die to save the economy, yeah. and for him to say, you know, a hundred thousand deaths is a win for america it it makes me wonder you know because it's not all these you know top one percent that have voted uh have voted trump in it's the normal people so i wonder if they're if they're going to change their mind we'll see right we will (laughs) we will we will and and i hope it has changed their mind and we but we had a similar thing here you know our and what you were talking about before about how frustrating it must have been to watch other countries not you know, follow, not follow, not not take the lessons from Italy. Sure, yeah. Um, and I think that unfortunately the Western countries, the government mandate seems to be protect the economy at all costs. And right. I think that that probably contributed to the slow movement um, in making decisions, there was a lot of um, wait and see kind of thing because we don't want to shut everything down because obviously that's going to damage the economy. So um, we didn't do it as badly here in Australia, uh-huh. but definitely the UK and the States um, started off in that very, um, yeah, like if we have to sacrifice a few lives, that's fine, but we need to keep everything open. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's like just to keep – just to keep somebody's portfolio, you know, in the yeah. green. Is that is that really worth it? I mean, is it? I'm not an economist, so I don't know. No, I mean, I mean I, yeah, I don't know if if like if it needs to happen. But yeah, it's it's crazy. I that was think, crazy when I heard it. Yeah, no, I just think that. It, but regardless, like, it, it it just kind of even for a layman, it it seemed inevitable. Like you can only put this off for so long you can only protect the economy for so long and really the longer you i guess wait and see um Uh the worse the effects might end up being um whereas if you'd kind of just followed suit of some of the smaller kind of asian countries who just basically shut everyone everything down sent everybody home tested pretty much everybody everyone yeah 
them. You know, they managed to sort shit out and then they were kind of up and running again relatively quickly. I mean, in Taiwan, they're still schools are still open and people are, you know, pretty much living their lives and they're just tracking and tracing everybody that's had it and everywhere they've been and managing to keep it pretty well under wraps. So, uh-huh. you know, I don't know. I don't know. As it, like you said, I'm no economist, and I'm and I'm not a politician, and I don't, you know, pretend to know how to <laughs> make decisions to run a country. Sure. But it does, it does seem, um, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this thing about Taiwan and like um, and South Korea as well. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had. It, uh, I think maybe in, in Thailand as well, but some of these, as you say, smaller Asian countries. You know, they had a. Um, uh, they've had experience in dealing with outbreaks and yeah. epidemics with yeah. SARS, right? Yeah. And 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 we can see that they've used their experience to, um, you know, to great effects, right? Yeah. But but why didn't we in the West learn from that? Why didn't we think, okay, you know, they know what to do? Why don't we? Are I, I wonder if it's arrogance or I wonder if it's uh, just absolutely. people. That- a hundred percent. I cannot think of another reason that it wouldn't be. And it's really interesting because I spoke to Singapore and I spoke to Taiwan and, you know, they were like, we went through SARS and blah, blah, blah. And then we talked about Australia and, and America and, and some of the other Western countries. And I said, well, you know, maybe because you guys have been through SARS and we haven't. And they said, but really, would you not like, you know, you don't have to have gone through it yourself. No, no, right. Exactly. Exactly. Else. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we have this world health organization so what the fuck like if you're going to like yeah have a a, 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 you know there should be like a policy on this that every country kind of like goes like we go right well okay in in the in the event of this happening these are the first five steps that you should take in order to mitigate the risk you know and SARS was a far more deadly disease than this um it wasn't as easily spread but it was it was like seriously made people really ill and killed a lot of people in a very short period of time and and you're right like why would you not you know mitigate yourself against that risk because it's not like experts haven't been telling us there will be another pandemic and it will be soon and it's not a matter of if it is just a matter of when and so therefore (laughs) yeah yeah everyone everyone was just acting like they were just like you know just doomsday yeah, yeah. Like as though no. they were just talking nonsense, and it's like you know, it was it was basically a year after that pandemic um, Netflix documentary came out, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that yet. I made the I made the bad mistake of the first weekend of um the you first weekend of lockdown i watched contagion you know <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like oh no <laughs> so that made me depressed for a couple of weeks but yeah no, yeah but um you know yeah it's if it's proven to work and if they have experience you know why not why not take something from that uh in britain you had boris johnson talking about herd immunity and we're not going to test anyone we're not going to do anything we're just going to let it happen and it's going to be all right and flatten the sombrero and all of this rubbish and then a week later he's like okay we're in lockdown (laughs) (laughs) oh i don't know a lot of flip-flopping going on yes well and i i do think it's arrogance i think the western countries do see themselves as smarter and more superior to particularly to to asian nations and they were like we're not gonna you know 
We're not going to worry about your. We don't need to know that. We're yeah, we're yeah. we're better than that. We can yeah. sort this out ourselves. We're all good. And uh, yeah, well. It's really shown itself, hasn't it? But yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a funny one. And um, are you managing to? Uh, I mean, I guess in Australia you've got a relatively big house. I'm out. I'm, I'm making a big assumption here, but do you have a house and a garden and stuff like that? Right? So we do, yes. And and okay. we but we moved from the city. Um, five years ago to a smaller um, city. It's it's technically a city, but I would consider it to be a large town. Okay, okay. Um, so we did that on purpose because we, we had had one child and we wanted a backyard and stuff. And if we were going to sure. stay in Sydney, we would have ended up in probably a unit or a townhouse. Right, right. So for us, yes, and the majority of the people who live um, probably where we are in this region would live in a house with a yard, but um, our major cities would be the same as any other major city right. in the yes, world. Sure, a lot sure, of people sure. living in, um, you know, townhouses and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But us ourselves, yes, we have a lovely uh, backyard and we we just bought a quarantine puppy, which uh-huh. – <laughs> quarantine puppy yes so a lot of people are having quarantine babies um uh-huh. and we've got a quarantine puppy because <laughs> apparently and, and and this is a thing and i didn't even realize it was a thing because we we we've been we've been talking since october about getting a dog and um on and off kind of looking and you know umming and ahhing and talking about it and then my husband was like, oh, well, you know, we're going to be home for the next few months. Maybe now's a good time to get a dog. And sure. apparently we're not the only ones who thought that way because the Gumtree pages are literally just full of people looking uh-huh. for pets. Yeah. And uh-huh. when I spoke to the to the woman who, who had a litter of pups, she said she'd had 30 calls in oh, a right. day. In a oh, day my God. oh, my God. Right. Puppies, yeah. So I raced up there, broke the quarantine rules. You're not supposed to go anywhere, but I raced up there uh-huh. <laughs> and met her and paid my deposit. And <laughs> like, Give me the dog. Does a dog give you some – because here in Italy, having a dog – right, we um, – Yes, then you're allowed to go outside. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're allowed to go for a walk if you have a dog here in Italy. Not uh, Here you're allowed to go up to 200 metres – um away from your house it's not it's not far but at least you can get out if you've got a dog people because people were taking advantage of it it's, this has been a bit of a flip-flop here in italy um first of all you were allowed to go into the countryside or you're allowed to go for a walk or take some exercise or whatever and people were i think taking advantage of it and they stopped that and then um and then they said okay if you've got a dog you can take it out for a walk right so uh, we've got two dogs. We've got two little sausage dogs, ridiculous things. But um, uh, and and we uh, we you know we were like oh cool, and people were taking them out for walks and stuff. And then um, people uh, were kind of like abusing, I guess, uh, their dogs. You know, they were like taking their dog out for far too long or for far. You know, there were guys running, you know, ten kilometers or something with their little dog. You know, just to keep doing their exercise that they wanted to do, you know, and using the dog as an excuse. And so um, a lot of people petitioned the government. And so they said, okay, no more than 200 meters away from your house. And then uh, last week, and this has been going on every, every couple of days as this flip flopping. And then last week on, um, on Tuesday, uh, 
thanks to a lot of petitions from people with kids because in Italy a lot of people live in people prefer to live in apartments and people prefer to live in the cities I mean we live in the countryside and in Italy it's maybe different from everywhere else where if you go to the countryside houses cost like nothing you know so we live outside of town and the house is yeah. much cheaper yeah. a kilometer from town than, it, than a house inside the town is or whatever but um so uh so they said okay if you've got kids you're allowed to take them for a walk for one hour for one kilometer on uh, away maximum they have to be on a leash or, or are they can they be not on, on a leash, leash. <laughs> not quite but <laughs> but so they said this and so we went for a walk on this was on tuesday so we went for a walk on tuesday afternoon mm. and there were um there were people back you know mountain biking and old guys running and all, all you know everybody was outside suddenly again and then so on Wednesday, there was another presidential decree that said, OK, now you're not allowed out at all. So go back home and stay at home, you know. So, oh. so it's, uh, yeah, the trouble is here in Italy, people take advantage a little bit yes. of, uh, you know, give, yeah. give, give, give people a, give a bit of freedom. Me. I think that's everywhere, though, maybe. I no, don't know. Same everywhere, 100%. I mean, we had our first um, kind of phase, I guess, of the shutdown process. And then that weekend we had like a 29 degree day and Bondi Beach was just, you probably saw the photos. I don't know if you've been Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, 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 yes. Thousands of people down there. (laughs) And the government, they're so angry. Like you could see the looks on their faces. They were like, okay, listen to us. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. What are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> so they closed the beaches and then I took my kids to the beach the other day. Down here we have this like enormous stretch line of coast. Um Okay. Line and dozens and dozens of basically de- deserted beaches, you know, and so I took the kids down there and um and people were like, Oh, you know, you're not supposed to go to the beach and that and I was like, Well, you're allowed to go out for exercise, so Right, okay. You know. Okay. And so there's this real, like, kind of controversy over beaches here at the moment, kind of, you know, what is Canada? If you're just kind of hanging out there, that's not okay. But if you're, like, <laughs> doing Pilates on the beach, then that's Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's, you, uh... know, you know, so, but people do take advantage. They go, okay, well, I'm, I'm in inverted commas exercising and they're just down the beach, like, you know, having a swim or whatever. But, you know, I... I, I I, to my mind, our beaches are so deserted, you know, you might find 10 or 15 people on a one-kilometre-long beach at any given time through the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, I can't see, personally, I can't see how that's an issue, but I do see how if they don't say that's an issue that people will just, everyone will just go to yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. It has to be like this blanket thing, right, yeah. I suppose. But no, no, I, I, I agree with you. You know, like here we live on the edge of a, like a little forest and uh, um, there's, when we went for our, you know, when you go for a walk up there, um, once you're in the forest, you don't see anybody anymore. You know, yeah. you can go wandering off on, on different trails and stuff like that and it's and it's okay. But, but you know, um, what's funny is we've got these, uh, um there's all this talk online on, on social media about like uh, uh, secret police and Stasi and people, you know, curtain twitchers calling the police when they see people out walking and stuff, you know, so everybody in it's everybody in Italy, everybody in this region is pretty paranoid anyway, but um, everyone's really paranoid. And, and we went for, when we went for our walk on Tuesday, 
um, this old this old lady came up the other way, and she was, you know, she's one of our kind of neighbors ish and yeah. and and we thought oh no you know oh no what's she going to say to us is she going to say something well she was mm-hmm. like whatever you do don't go down that road because there's the police they've got a roadblock down that road so go up you know go up and it was a bit like you know it's like something out of a, a, a movie you know yeah. like with refugees yeah. out of a sci-fi Absolutely. movie or something you know like uh, yeah 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 go up there go up there you won't see the police you know you'll be all right so just to, just to take a walk <laughs> but, our times have yeah. changed it is a bit how they have changed. Yeah. Sorry. It's a bit warlike, you know. Like it's a little bit. It is. Yeah. It does seem yeah. like you know most of us haven't sort of lived through anything like this before. It's it's very surreal. Very surreal. It is. No, no, it is. It's really it's really odd, and you know I find myself you know uh, second you know getting a not second guessing that's not the right word but you know suddenly having a a rev not a revelationary yeah, moment yeah. but suddenly thinking like oh my god this is really weird you know this is really yeah. weird what's happening yeah. um it, it's interesting uh, you, you know you're right that it's warlike and um uh here a lot of people were uh at the beginning were having this kind of we, in england we call it the blitz spirit you know the stiff upper lip the we're gonna we're not yes. gonna let this get us down and i think yes. a lot of people um did it and I don't think that we can say you know they're stupid or they're idiots or whatever but we don't know how to act in a situation like this and you know the the media were saying this is uh, you know especially here in Italy the media were saying this is a warlike situation you know we're on a war footing now you know we have to treat the country as uh, like this and so people were going out and having like uh, uh, parties against um, in, in Italy it was called parties contro paura against the fear you know and they were all getting together and getting drunk and hugging each other and it was like no right. that's that's definitely not what you're supposed to do but, <laughs> but I, I don't think they were doing it out of any malice but I just think no, people were, no. were kind of, yeah just didn't know what to do you know didn't know. they thought that was the way to do it parties <laughs> against the know. fear oh I love it so wrong but so great oh bless yeah. them yeah 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 totally <laughs> totally wrong <laughs> oh look it's been um, so great to chat to you um and 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 again like I was kind of I've been you know Italy's been on my list of you know and I, I was worried you know because I didn't I didn't want it to be a big downer because uh-huh. it, it could be you know like Italy is really suffering and I and, and the whole world yeah, really oh, feels sure you know but it's 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 so nice that even there um, um, amidst all this there's still you know a sense of humor and old ladies telling yeah. you go to avoid the police and <laughs> yeah people, watch out for the police and <laughs> people sharing their mozzarella <laughs> and pasta deliveries and it's just yeah it's so heartening you know it really is you know yes it is this is this is nice you know um, i mean I, I think what else can you do you know either you, you dig it. yourself into a pit of a pit of like we, yeah. we've, got, we've got a friend and she, she was like totally oh it's the end of the world and stuff but yeah. and I was making jokes on Facebook you know like kind of gallows humor and, and and then in the end um what can you do if you don't if you don't laugh you cry at the end right yeah. isn't it so yes yes I'm I'm it is it, there is a there is a sense of humor here still a bit a bit I'm glad to hear a bit <laughs> a bit <laughs> I don't know how much longer it lasts but oh, for now well, it's there. I know well, that brings me to my next point is that, that with um, this, this, this concludes my kind of first round of interviews um, now that I've spoken to you and then I'm going to go back to the beginning and chat to people I, I talked to kind of 
10 days to two weeks ago and see how things have changed for them. So if it's okay with you, I'd love to check in again in another week or so. Yeah, by all means. I'll, I'll be, see, I'll be happy see if to you're all still laughing or crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, fits, fits and bursts, you know. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. I'll, I'll be happy to. Thank you very much. Excellent. Oh, great. That would be awesome. Um, well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I've taken up um, a lot of your time. So, um... Cool. No worries. No worries. I'm off to put up a mirror. So oh, right. that's my my job for today hang a mirror i've been given i've been given a task so thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh you're welcome great to talk to you thanks good good thank you bye-bye for now bye good luck good luck stay safe thank you You bye-bye